Hello and welcome back to Callum and David's Any Requests. This is our Patreon requested podcast where any of you lovely listeners can donate £5 a month and get us to do a podcast on absolutely anything you want. Anything you want. And I always start uh, kind of unintentionally but traditionally saying the range has been huge. Yeah, Um, so the problem, one of the problems with uh, this idea is that obviously it leaves us wide open (laughs) to... Absolute trolling from from people that we know and love. Uh, So this week's comes from uh, one of my best friends, uh, Tristan, who... Ex-best friends. (laughs) Who uh, has requested that we watch the 1998 sci-fi TV movie Future Sport, which which is a film that Tristan and I stumbled upon uh, one night after a few drinks. We were were house-sitting for a friend of ours. uh, this must be going back about maybe 10 years ago, 11 years ago now. Um, and we uh, watched it in, in disbelief and it's become a very long running gag about this film. And we frequently <laughs> talk about uh, the characters and uh, call each other goddamn hot dogs, which is a phrase that's used a couple of times in the film. Um, and so he thought he'd make me watch it again. Um, so now I can say... With quite a lot of confidence that I am the only person in the world that has seen this film twice. I don't know, David. If you've seen those IMDb reviews, there are some very good ones out there. Admittedly, they were all posted in 1998. (laughs) And they were all written by Dean Cain. I think they might have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, So, yeah. So, uh, we will jump into that in a second. Uh, But uh, we're very lucky for this episode, for the first time, to be joined... By a special guest. That is correct. Um, throughout this whole uh, Any Requests project, which obviously started at the beginning of lockdown, um, if you're listening from the future, that was a period of time where <laughs> no one left the house for like 90 days. Um, if you are listening in the future, let us know if uh, future sport is a real thing now. I mean, if you're listening in the future and you want to know that, you'd only have to be five years into the future because the film's set in 2025 this is true um so yes we are are very fortunate and privileged to be joined today by writer comedian performer the fabulous rowan mccloskey hello rowan hello thanks for having me you're welcome you look uh really excited and happy to be part of this conversation i am I, i think my first thought was everyone's going to be listening to this in the future because it's not live. Right. Hey. That's a, that's a, hey. I'm just setting the bar for how my uh, my general vibe is. With that kind of observation, <laughs> with that kind of like on it ability, uh-huh. I think I'm really looking forward to analysis on this. <laughs> so I think also a lot of people will just be surprised that we've got a real life woman in the flat. Absolutely. Incredible. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, amazing. I'm um, surprised that someone's called me real life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we delve into the film, just a little bit of context. As we said, it came out in 1998. It was made on a budget of amazingly $9 million. I, I don't know where that money went because it wasn't on this film. Um, and it was uh, originally a made-for-TV movie. It was made for ABC um, and then was released on a home video uh, about four months afterwards, uh, in the early part of 1999, it stars Dean Kane, who, of course, uh, we all remember uh, and love from The New Adventures of Superman. I mean, we kind of do and we kind of don't, because I think 
at the beginning of this movie, I kind of went, oh, yeah, I know that face. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. And by the end of it, I'm like, that person's not, re- that never exists, that actor <laughs> never existed. That can't have happened. So the fact that you're, like, the fact that any of these actors exist outside of this film is offensive to my sense of history, time, reality. He's, um, he's uh, a big Christian. He does See, a lot of, like, church-funded movies now. Um, like God's Not Dead and all that kind of oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah, he's, that's kind of, yeah, where his career has taken him. Um, Interesting. Also, uh, in terms of the trailer, it says special guest appearance by Wesley Snipes, even though he is uh, arguably second, possibly third after Vanessa Williams' lead yeah. in this film. He's in it so much that I don't know why you would call it a special guest appearance. It's not just the trailer either. I checked the poster art as well mm-hmm. for the DVD, DVD, VHS, yeah. Betamax probably yeah. release. Yeah. Um, and that also, it's, yeah, Vanessa Williams, Dean Kane, uh, and Wesley Snipes' special guest appearance. Yeah. Absolutely um, not what it is. He's also an exec producer on the film. Oh, um, so he obviously put some money into it. I'm just I, I was writing notes throughout this for fear that I would forget what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, when I saw his face the first time, wasn't sure what was going on. Then the second time, I've written in capital letters, "It's Clark Kent." Yeah, <laughs> and then it just was downhill from there. Really, <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing you could say about the film. I mean, roughly, obviously, as with all our, uh, our podcasts, we're, we're going to take you through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, if at times it feels like we're a bit tired or a bit like <laughs> distracted, like fed up, it's it's because we are. <laughs> and it's because we've watched the film Future Sport. Um, if you want to have that same experience, I don't know why you would, then by all means, you can find uh, the film very, it's very available yeah. uh, on the internet. Um, but also don't, but definitely watch the trailer, as David says. It's it's a treat. I mean, I, I found the trailer actually, conversely, m- more offensive than the film because it's edited in in a way to to make you feel seasick, and I don't know I don't know why they've decided to do that. Um, uh, so yeah, so just also say it also stars uh, uh, Vanessa Williams, who you remember from Ugly Betty, uh, and I think she did the last two series of Desperate Housewives, yeah. um, and on she did. Uh, uh, save the best till last. The song she was a singer as well. I, think, I didn't songs. know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she also not a Miss America. She was a Miss America. Yeah, um, um, and she was in the film Shaft. Yes, yeah. Um, and and it's also weirdly, it, it's it's directed by Ernest Dickerson, who is m- most well known for being the cinematographer for Spike Lee. About two thirds of Spike Lee's films are uh, 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 DOP'd by Ernest Dickerson. So I don't know why he's directed this. And the weirdest thing of all, the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest thing of all is the music has been composed by the drummer of the police, Stuart Copeland. Hey, he's more than that. I don't understand. He thinks he's more than that. (laughs) Um, Now, I feel feel guilty already. I'm going to sway a lot because I, I love the police. I grew up playing drums as my first instrument and I would listen to Synchronicity on vinyl. And I was just amazed at all this kind of reggae, pop, post-punk, kind of rock fusion. It was great, great noises that you made with his drumsticks. <laughs> and I love that. And also aware that his father, Aaron Copeland, famous film composer, Oscar mm-hmm. winner, um, uh, you know, and, and he talks quite a lot in his music documentaries about kind of how much he's influenced by it. But he's recently done one on film scoring. 
and he interviews Danny Elfman. And mm-hmm. he's like, so, Danny Elfman, how does it work when you score a film? This was like two years ago. <laughs> and Danny Elfman's like, well, Stuart, like you get the kind of footage and you have a chat with the director and then you kind of mess around with some ideas. And I'm like, and he's like, wow, this is amazing. This is, am- this is incredible. I'm like, right. He, he, then you find out he scored this film and many, many other films. Many, right. many other films. Right. Um, some that you might be surprised to to learn that were scored by him. Um, Highlander 2. Okay, yeah. Rumblefish. Yeah, great film. Classic. I Am David, which was yeah. a big one. I think it was an adaptation of the Anne Fine yeah. book. Um, She's All That. Oh. What? Yeah, he was the composer what? for the uh, score for that. Um, and also, uh, any gamers out there, you'll know him for the score of Spyro's Reignited Trilogy. Um, <laughs> quite quite an incredible resume. Um, and also, just watch his documentaries. He won't tell you anything about music whatsoever, but he will get really excited. Um, and now, now, like now I think it's patronising. Now I think it's passive-aggressive towards Danny Elfman, who's an actual <laughs> composer. Um, so, but, yeah. The most it? successful uh, member of the police, though, probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think. What are those other two guys? I don't know. I don't know what happened to the lead singer. Actually, it's not fair, is it, for this joke to Andy Sumner. <laughs> Andy, Andy Summers. Gordon Sumner, Andy Summers. Uh, he's just being bitter for the rest of his life. Um. So, yeah. So the film opens in a futuristic New Orleans that looks sort of like a, like a, like a Greek... Like, well, like, like, like a theme park... Like a section of a theme park that's set in ancient Greece. It, it, it does. It, it bears no relevance to... I mean, I think that's giving it a lot of credit. I don't <laughs> I don't know if you're doing that for like, the benefit of listeners or what. I was like, is this a trailer? Have we come into the film halfway? <laughs> and then it kind of that, like, this trucky... Like, it's like a trucky thing comes. And all yeah. I can think of is the Austin Powers scene where he's just going forward, back, forward, back <laughs> yeah. between corridors. And that, and then it got very it, violent. It's It's... The longest, it's the longest opening shot in the world of this, of this heavy goods vehicle <laughs> driving into a, an underground car park. Now, and it's, for, so, it's for about seven and a half minutes. I either. don't think it's a heavy goods, you're, you're giving it more credit because you it's think a, it's meant to be a heavy goods vehicle. Well, it's like a Hummer. It's, it's the front of a Hummer and, and the, the back of like a, of a garbage disposal. Of a garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a bin truck yeah. paint, painted in, in yellow yeah. with a Hummer's grill on the front. <laughs> That's what it is. And we never find out what it's for, do we? No, 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 no. Just a nice shot on it, but yeah. we but don't know why. It's, but it, it, I don't think it's in the shot for as long as you think it is. What I noticed <laughs> is the sound of. Do you know when? If you ever worked in an office, um, or or like an office building, or been around an office after six o'clock, and you can always hear someone vacuuming about three offices away. That yeah. noise <laughs> yeah. is the noise the truck was making about 30 <laughs> seconds before the truck came on. <laughs> and for the whole time, it very slowly entered this underground car park. Yeah. I, do- I have no idea, but a lady came out. A lady came out, weirdly, already wearing a hard hat. Yeah. I, like, I don't know why she's got that on in the truck. I don't <laughs> know. Why is she... But also, come out wearing it. We had we had a, a little crew as when we when the camera kind of panned in and it is a really long opening shot to this. Yeah. Again, I have no idea that it was New Orleans. I must have missed that. But I remember the sign of the building is the Grand Palms. Yeah, or um, le, le le Grand. No, it's Le Grand Palais. Is it? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, so I think it's like a hotel, like a hotel venue, and we're underneath the car park in this. No, I, I think it's the arena. It's the it's well, the future sport arena. I know now, but right. at the time, I'm thinking, <laughs> why, why are we underneath? Uh, like a, a mo- like a very 1998 well, car park. Yeah, yeah. It look and yeah, and it did look behind the Grand Palais sign. It looked like. Like like Caesar's Palace, it looked like a that's, Vegas. That's where the Greek thing casino. Yeah, but but tall, really really tall, brilliant. And it says we've got this voiceover on the news as well. Um, yeah, saying that's where it said New Orleans. We are ah, we're here in New Orleans uh, for the Future Sport World Championship. So we know it's a high stakes yeah game of Future Sport. You guys really picked up on some stuff that it, for me it went. Weird truck, and yeah. then the next thing I remember is the octopus, and I thought, I do love octopus, so I'm in for a penny. Let's see what's going to happen. So, so yeah, so, so a sentence should be weirder than it is, but you'll see. It's a go on, it's, it's fine. Yeah. So the people that come out of the truck are, as we later learn, uh, a terrorist group from Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and they're called yeah. the Hawaiian Liberation Organization. <laughs> yeah. Or for sure, HLO. HLO. Yeah. Uh, so HLO <laughs> um, kind of burst through into this arena, the casino hotel. Well, it's like the lobby of through, the arena. Yeah. It looks like it's, it's probably shot in, in, a, but, yeah, in a casino but, well, lobby. What I mean, first of all, what made me laugh is they try and burst through, but they've got they're going in the back way through the kitchen, and so they have like those big thick plastic like curtains. Oh yeah, like with the space, and quite a few of them had trouble getting through. <laughs> and I was like, "This isn't meant to be in the vi- like you just couldn't move that because you're clearly just filming in an existing real kitchen, working kitchen that's got these plastic dividers." Um, and then it, and then I laughed because I was like, "Is this meant to be a reference to the opening of Goodfellas with oh, the tracking no. shot going through the kitchen?" Because oh, no. it's sort of the same thing. He's um, saying the director of photography made an homage to Scorsese yeah. in the film Future Sport. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> right. Think so. This all didn't happen. Have we, have Did, we got to the sex scene yet? No. no. Oh, no. Oh. no. We're about to get to the... So they go through the kitchen. We're about 45 they go the seconds the Oh, of course, because he goes, cool head, babe. Cool head. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and in the kitchen, as you quite <laughs> rightly said, Ro, there's an, uh, an octopus... Won't be prepared, but what distracted me was that the main bad guy, who's called Scythe, yeah, um, um, who also it troubled me because he has very specifically a Maori tattoo, but he's I think meant to be Hawaiian. Well, he's played oh, by J.R. Bourne, who's from Canada. Yeah, he's I mean, yeah, Toronto. he doesn't look he he, he doesn't look Hawaiian in, in any way, but I he's got a... some some of the actors just to find out if any of them were Hawaiian. Yeah. No, no, I didn't think so. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think so. Um, but but he is also <laughs> he's got a Maori. Yeah, he's got a Maori tribal tattoo because that's what is very specific. It's not offensive enough that they're not remotely trying to cast. Yeah, but 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 the fact that they've managed to offend a whole another group of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he picks up a plate of food and eats it. I think in like defiance of like oh. We've come and we're a terrorist group. We're taking over this kitchen. We can eat what we want. But the plate plate is just loads of circles of raw onion. Sliced circles of raw onion. And I was like, what? Why? Obviously, it's subtext, isn't it? It's going to tell you that he's a psychopath. Right. Uh... So only a psychopath would eat 
<laughs> well, no, Maggie McGallan would in Jonathan that's Creek. A, that's a very foul. Yeah, but we don't know where she's been. True. Um, <laughs> when she comes back for the episode that's going to happen in um, the future. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, so then I've got written down weird post-coital scene. Uh, okay. And it's just I, my pet peeve, because I honestly, I've got so many questions. I'm like, did you use a condom? In which case, probably time to get rid of that before you put your jeans on. And if you haven't... Things are me- I just feel like a lot's left to the imagination. It's all just, you know, super easy peasy. And that's just not how it goes in real life, is it? Well, it's it's weird because he is on top of her in missionary position, but they've stopped having... So it's like, it, it's cut literally the second after yeah. they've climaxed. So it's yeah. very odd. It's, it's, it's odd. It's an odd place to come into that scene, I yeah. felt. It is. I, I wrote the exact same thing. I'm showing David the note just so you yeah. can see it. Weird post coitus. <laughs> is exactly the words I wrote. Amazing. Amazing. Because, yeah, and it sounds like they're halfway through a conversation, and then there's yeah. a kind of exhalation that they both share, and then you realise that they just had sex. Yeah. And then the the jeans are on. I think he's just been on, like, just on top of her for quite a long time. I and they've not even a had sex. That's just like an intimate way to lie together. <laughs> They are very sensitive people, as we know. I mean, I don't think I don't think the lady in question. Yeah, I don't. I think she was just getting started, maybe because it doesn't look like she's had any sex whatsoever. No, um, he looks like he's quite pleased with himself. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I suppose that's something we all might relate to. Um, so after I after the sex scene, that's when I realised it was Clark Kent, capital letters. Right. I'd like you both to know my next thing I wrote down. Yeah. And I want to be set as the bar as to where my questions are going about this film is I wrote, is it set in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Things start so, to click. So yeah, so I mean, it's great when you watch films that were made in the 90s that are set in the future because now it because they largely are set in and around the time that we're now in yeah so you just go that's what you thought like as you said we're we are only five years away apparently from this world yeah but one of my favorite things especially when i was gonna say low budget nine million isn't actually that low for a tv movie that's quite a lot of money for a tv movie but um but what makes me laugh as well is like the way that to try and save money they just like for costume in films set in the future especially in the 90s they just kind of reuse existing clothes but like wear them a different way yeah like yeah. like there's a bit with the coach of one of the future sport teams and i was like what's what's his hat yeah. and i realized what it is is it's like it's like a leather like train conductor style hat <laughs> yeah. but he's wearing it backwards so like the cat, like the peak, is like on his neck. So it looks like so a neck looks protector. like a beret with a neck yeah, protector. And I was like, you've just done that to make it because you think that's what hats are going to look like in the future. In, that's in the all future. you have to do, or just yeah. spray it a bit silver. That's yeah, it, and then you're yeah. in the future. Yeah, <laughs> like the Parisian fashion. The French suddenly become very aware of skin cancer and fit all their berries with neck protectors. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's utterly bizarre. This conversation that follows. Uh, the weird post-coital scene we just talked about, um, it's quite important to mention because it's a theme throughout the film that I think speaks very much to our um, current lives, i.e. the future that they were talking about. Um, And it's a conversation about something that's referred in two different ways in this scene as a popularity index. 
Yeah. Um, and Dean Cain's talking about the fact that he's got a great popularity index and the ladies with uh, is saying, well, I've got a good one too. Uh, we're great and popular. That's what all that matters, right? Yeah. And then he says, yeah, uh, I've got a great popularity index. I bet you'll, not have a, you'll never have a PIN index as big as mine. And I'm like, right, what does the I stand for? And P- <laughs> this is the whole PIN number conversation all over again. It's 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 popularity index index popularity index, index index yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously the writers realised their mistake because they didn't ever refer to it as a pi index ever again yeah so why did they leave it in because <laughs> it's a film and you've chosen to film that and then record it and then leave it in and then it's gone through an editing process and a screening process and someone else has watched it and gone yeah we'll leave that in the problem is Callum is that if you took out that scene if you edited out none of the rest of the film would make any sense it's, uh, that's the true and that would that be is true if that happens. that's the linchpin of the whole film <laughs> that is is that is that conversation um so yeah so then then dean kane uh, uh arrives at this venue mm-hmm. um for this game for this future sport game um and there's also interspersed in this we meet vanessa williams and and uh, Wesley Snipes, who plays yeah. Oberkay Fix. Um, so Dean Kane's on his way to be interviewed by Vanessa Williams. But yeah. in the meantime, she's interviewing Oberkay Fix, who is the inventor, the creator of Future Sport, but is like anti the fact it's now become really commercial. Um, and I find it quite odd that we... So we learned that the game was invented nine years ago and was an obscure spot. And I'm like, I can't believe it's only... It's, it would be way longer it's than nine years. From, from kids in a park, yeah, in a skate park, to the biggest sport in the world. The as biggest sport in the world. Times. And, and Dean nine Kane years. Yeah. has gone from learning from Obikay yeah. the sport that, they, that he invented yeah. and now is the highest paid yeah. sports person. I'm also confused about Vanessa Williams' job because it feels like she's a, a documentary filmmaker making a film about the history of future sport and how it's become commercialised, but she also seems to be a presenter for the sports channel. Yeah. So I don't... I, I was confused as to what her, her role is. And then by the time halfway through the film, spoiler alert, she becomes a love interest of Dean Kane. her job suddenly doesn't seem to exist anymore and she's purely just then the love interest. I, I think... We 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 learnt she's there like kind of the Gabby Logan of you know future sport interviewing people and you know Sky have more up to date ones than that. You, you, Ryan, you're laughing at me. I just love the comparison of Vanessa Williams in this to Gabby Logan. I th- I think that's I think that's spot on. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Is. But then it would also mean that Gabby Logan would then make a documentary about I don't know Rio Ferdinand's life or someone more famous than that. Yeah, uh, you know, messy Lionel Messi. But it feels like she's famous. making them both at the same time. Yeah, that's she what is. I'm confused about. Yeah, and then and then not making either of them. <laughs> yeah, and then never, <laughs> the majority never mentioned uh, again. Yeah. Um, but but uh, did you see her cameraman? Oh yeah, yeah. So she's got a cameraman, and he's got a camera for an eye. Yeah, <laughs> every, it's all in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's it. Can you? Did you realise, guys, that in we were only using television? Ran. You've done quite a lot. Yeah, we we were so close to that. We're about five years off that sort of technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what they're telling us. Um, so Dean Kane arrives at the venue, and and there are crowds there, and for some reason, whoever the sound editor is, decided to put the mix of the crowd up 
way higher than anyone speaking. So for about three minutes, I had no idea what anyone was saying because <laughs> yeah. the roar of the crowd was was louder than the lines. And also all of the crowds, like the shots of the crowds, were like there were about 10 people yeah, in each yeah, 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 couldn't afford like, as many yeah, extras as yeah, they'd yeah, like. Yeah, so the same it's like a roar of 100,000 on screen. I felt like in quite different places as yes. well. Like I don't think that was all filmed in the same place. I'd also like to clarify that, that none of us at this point have seen the sport. No, no, no. And, and so there's no sport being played we're told that they're there, they're gathering there to watch the world championships. So this roar of the crowd that's in the background, yeah. is that is that some other game that's go like there's no game going, all the players are yeah. in the lounge. Also yeah, also yeah. also I just want to mention that this part of the arena is uh how can I describe it? Um uh <laughs> Brent Cross shopping centre. Yes. Is, is, <laughs> yes. I think what it is. Yes. Because <laughs> why is it a mall? Like why is it a mall inside a inside an arena? I don't understand where they are now. And why is there a kitchen making octopus? Who's that we for? Never find out about the octopus. Are they are they serving up like is that five years time it's not gonna be hot dogs at sports games? It's, it's gonna be live octopus, octopus and raw rings of onion. Maybe that explains why the term hot dog is used as a kind of disparaging comment. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it's no longer used as food. Yeah, God, that's that's a real burn. Um, yeah, it is just Brent Cross Shopping Centre. Or now I'm also imagining that little bit in between Elephant and Castle that you have to walk between. There's a mini shopping centre. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. yeah, yeah, that's much it. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's in the past, but in the future. Yeah. Um, so then the terrorists turn up. The Hawaiian terrorists yeah. have arrived from the kitchen and cause trouble and no one seems that worried like uh, dean kane's really chilled out just, about it he just laughs in the face of machine guns and screams yeah. yeah and then i don't know if you guys noticed this he then got into like a, a kind of faux boxing stance yeah like you're, yeah. you're gonna punch the bullets out of your <laughs> what is happening and he's smiling the whole time he's the psychopath yeah he's absolutely yeah. unfazed you're completely right but everyone else around him is terrified. Well, yeah. no, and, and well, then well, almost everyone else, because I also noticed. So there's a character on, on uh, 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 Dean Kane uh, playing Tremaine Pharaoh Ramsey, um, which I is never explained. Um, uh, there's a guy on his team called called Mayhem, and and Mayhem's also there, and Mayhem looks to the side and like grins and I was like oh is he a double agent no no he never is so that's never explained why he also <laughs> finds it hilarious like he's so chilled and he's beaming like in the direction of the Hawaiian terrorists so yeah. I was like what so I still don't know why that happened how many Hawaiian terrorists do you think are going to come through those doors bearing in mind this weird Goodfellas homage and the, the bodies that were yeah how many did you think there were going to be three on this right and how many actually came through the doors um 20 about yeah about 20 see I didn't know where all these other people came no, from no I don't know and then I swear to goodness that after there were like a lot of them and you went oh it's like a standoff it's like a Mexican standoff and then th only six of them were there <laughs> yeah, yeah and it was just Dean Kane <laughs> fighting six people yeah with the aid of some other slightly bloodthirsty kind of people yeah, um, yeah. It was so very they, odd. So they, so they fight them off, um, 
uh, uh, quite quite handily using um, future sport things, which can, which involves hoverboards and metal balls, metal electrical balls and yeah. hoverboards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the film the film is is basic. Like, imagine Rollerball. Yeah. Uh, but it's bad. Um, and you're probably imagining the 2002 version of Rollerball. So imagine it's worse than that. So when you said that, I was like, like the pen. Oh, and yeah, then no, the 2002. Uh, a, a I was great, like, no, not a clue. Not great, a clue. great film, 1975. James yeah. Caan. Uh, um, uh, really good sci-fi sports film. Uh, that that is what this film is trying to be. Um, ah. that, that was badly remade with LL Cool J in 2002. Um, so you know, but Vel- this is even worse. Than you know, velodromes that. We all learned what they were in the 2012 Olympics because apparently we were good at cycling then. Yeah, yeah. And so it's about roller roller skaters going round a velodrome, picking up a metal ball just like the one used in this, and then put into a hole. Yeah, right. Ah, it's it's very similar, but yeah. the thing is, there are no rules, so you can even kill your opponent mm-hmm. in the velodrome to beat them. Use any violence necessary. And with each kind of the growing popularity of the sport, the more bloodthirsty it gets. So it's a complete, like, I mean, I mean they've, they've got to be unknowingly ripping this film off, right? Yeah. It's an homage to that. The thing is, 1975 Rollerball is a much better version of what the future might be. <laughs> than 1998 <laughs> Future Sport, yeah. Yes. It's like the advanced thinking in, in, in Rollerball is amazing. Yeah. Like... They're right about so many things, like flat screen TVs and coming out of compartments and like it's it, it, cool design. Yeah. It, but this is 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 that, but with a Martin McFly hoverboard. Yeah. Yeah. That it, is really bizarre, and it's odd that no one in the film kind of references it or talks about it. Yeah. Or yeah. It's weird. so so yeah. So they defeat them using using the future sport equipment, um, and Dean Kane says some kind of cheesy kind of line at the end of the <laughs> they, they do the best high five I've written the best high five sequence of all time yeah because they yeah. high five like uh, you know um, two guys from the audiovisual uh, like group at lunch times at school yeah. um, and they um, <laughs> have just won a game of internet chess with yeah. someone <laughs> And, and they're really excited. Yeah. But they're in the library. And they so they, they're like, oh, we've got to be quiet. And they high five really quietly. Yeah. And awkwardly. And it yeah. didn't work out. That's what they all That's did. That's what they all did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, then, and then. And then, ladies and gentlemen, then. Finally. We get the opening credits of the film. Spoiler. It was a cold open. That everything we have just explained was the cold open. Uh, 13 minutes. <laughs> 13 minutes into the film is when we get the opening credits. I mean, what why? on earth? What on earth? Why bother? And and why, t- like, Wesley Snipes has already been in it more than Vanessa Williams at this point. Yeah, yeah. And he's, the, the, and the special guest, guest star, appear, yeah. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Mm, no, 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 not even guest star, special guest appearance. Special guest appearance. Oh, God. <laughs> not even, like, that's, that's the, dreadful. Uh, the only time he used that is for a cameo. And yeah. he's literally the, one, the second or third biggest uh, part in the film. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so then we we uh, finish the credits and they have, and I've just, I've just written so much of the game. Yeah. Because it's like a full game of Future Sport that you watch. And I was like, this is. It's about 10 minutes of the film. And I was like, I can't believe I'm still watching this game. I can't believe it's, it's literally in real time 
just a real fake future sports game. I'm like, why why do we have to see all we get it, we get the idea, we get the rules. But also we see before that, like is it if I've misremembered this, I feel like you guys really like really observed quite a lot of what was happening was I feel like It's because it, we have to do a podcast lot, about it afterwards. Yeah, I was still watching That's, it like a human being, but it just felt like a lot of like colours and images. Like nothing was really adding no, up. No, um, yeah, no, that's but, exactly but, how I feel. But before the 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 game starts, <laughs> there's just this close up and I I go Oh, are the terrorist robots? And then I realise it's not the terrorists, it's the future sport players. Yeah. And they've got um, uh, bi- bionic arms, is that the word? Like, robotic I think, arms. I think it's just their... Oh. their but she, like, outfits. peels off a glove to reveal a robotic arm. Oh, and then I say, maybe that... is Clark Kent a robot? No, he doesn't But have then they have their arms. arms back to normal later. I think maybe one of the opponents in this game had lost an arm mm-hmm. and it had a prosthetic robot arm yeah so but it's ev- so confusing when people have like cameras for eyes right yeah, and, no, yeah. You know what I mean I'm we, like I'm trying should, to get what the world is we should talk about this so a lot of people have weird things with their bodies <laughs> so yes there's someone with like an, a robotic arm there's someone that has right this is gonna sound like I'm making this up yeah. there is someone that has little <laughs> miniature prison bars in front of one of his eyes <laughs> and that's what it is. That's it's like what it an is. Eye patch, but you still needed to kind of see through it a little bit. That, that, yeah, right. So I've been thinking about this, right? Because I was going to describe it as an eye patch, but it's with bars. Not, right. And then I was like, but it, it isn't because you can obviously see the eye. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, an eye patch is when you've got a bad eye. Yeah. This is to protect the good eye. <laughs> yeah. So why? Because his eye is fine and he can yeah. see through it. Of course he can, because he's got prison bars protecting it. <laughs> so why hasn't he done that with his other eye? I don't know. Why has he chosen to protect his left eye? He's also got a bit of a metal head. A bit of his skull is, like, metal, some but, silver. I mean, presumably, um, a lot of these injuries have been incurred yeah. through Future Sport, because light rollable it is a deadly sport. Um, and I there's can't a... believe we're calling it Future Sport like it's a thing. There's <laughs> the name of the film is £9 million. Pounds. It's real, I'm getting my head around it. I'll get there. There's a Singapore player, and she has also has an eye patch, but it's literally just they've popped the lens out of some sunglasses and yeah. just glued it to her and face. the lens. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. What's the Be point better. Yeah, and we learn that the introduction of this uh, Singaporean <laughs> is playing from Singapore, but playing on behalf of the Pan-Pacific Commonwealth. Yeah. And the Pan-Pacific Commonwealth is represented in this whole film by an angry Australian future sport player. Yeah. So so the Pan- I, I, I think the Pan-Pacific Commonwealth is like Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii, and like East Asia? Well... Hawaii, yeah, it is. Yeah, they've got Hawaii. Haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and and East, yeah, and and uh, presumably a lot of other kind of island nations. And then we realise that uh, Dean uh, Kane's <laughs> b- b- team, yeah, is the Rush. The Rush is from America, I and mean, we knew were in New Orleans, but mm-hmm. it's not called. It's called the North American Alliance or the NAA. Yeah, so it's a real kind of. Concert, it's quite Orwellian in the way that it's imagining the commonwealths and colonialism. I think it's based on the a future. yeah, it's based on a George Orwell uh, short story. It sounds like it's yeah. very it's very yeah. Orwellian in nature. Yeah, I I think it's quite it's quite politically sharp. <laughs> 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 
want to read you the four questions that I wrote watching that game of Future Sport that were introduced to. Brilliant. Yep. So, capital letters. How did this get made? <laughs> yeah. Then, so in this world, it's Earth, but everyone is part robot. <laughs> then, the year is 2025. <laughs> and then, it's industrial Quidditch. <laughs> oh, very good. That's good. I like that. Yeah, because there's a kind of lacrosse <laughs> stick that could be a bit like Quidditch. Quidditch is from Harry Potter. Don't I've not seen I it. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> So you brought it in, you've not seen it. David's not read a, 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 the book or the film. I don't know anything about it. Well, it doesn't, and I and I don't like it, but I have to talk about it because I because I apparently know the most in the room about something. <laughs> Harry Potter, there you are. Um, we, we kind of move on a little bit in story. Um, b- but oh, just to answer, I can answer at least one of those questions. It got made by Obake Fix. Um, as a way to stop young uh, young men and women from getting into gangs. He created the game Future Sport. Oh, I meant the film. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I that's love really, that. I, I can't Thank answer. you. I, I, that's so I, I didn't want to ruin yeah. that then. I wanted to just, yeah, sorry, I meant the film. And in all seriousness, <laughs> at some point, we should probably talk about the fact that shortly after this film was made, uh, Wesley Snipes uh, faced... A huge court of course charge he did. Yeah. for um, fourteen million dollars that went missing. Yeah, uh, and there was a lot of exchange of terms uh, contracts that were mysterious. And he was it was tax evasion, and he was ordered to pay it all back. He certainly so was. So I think this film, co-produced by <laughs> might have just been designed to waste to get rid of a lot of money. Well, I mean, yeah, because as we've said frequently, this did not cost nine million dollars. No. So that must that's gone in Wesley Snipes' pocket. Yeah. It? I mean, hey, just to be clear, that person is like, is listening. Yeah, uh, alleged, alleged. Yeah, and I liked you in Blade, as we discussed. I, I think Wesley Snipes is a fantastic actor. But, but we also meet my favourite character of the whole thing mm-hmm. because of what happens. Yeah. And it's Becca. Who's Becca? Not the German man. Becca. Oh, is. Becca! He says, Ich born well, like strawberry See, gelt, and then sums up what just happened there, to, uh, sums up just what happened here today. Yeah. Yeah. So you thought he was German? And I thought he was German because he spoke with a German accent and said, yeah. as we say in Germany, yeah. and then spoke he, a half German. Even before that, he's referred to as being German by someone else in, right. during the game. He's also in the film several times he comes up because he's yeah. one of the future sport, but he's not a German for the rest of the film. No, but no, no, no. In that scene, <laughs> yeah. he's introduced as German. Yeah. He speaks German, but he speaks a bit of German yeah. because he says the phrase, all that glisters is not gold. Yeah. Which one ah. is not a German phrase. No. It's Shakespeare, right? All that glisters is not gold. And, he's, and he says the word gelt, uh, glisters. I thought it was all that glistens isn't gold. No, common misnomer. It's glisters. Is it? Yeah. Uh, commonly misquoted as glistens. Oh, but although Shakespeare wrote it, it actually was made famous in Germany. Was, well, that's not true. So, yeah. It's not true, is it? You've lied. And also, I don't <laughs> think... People come to this podcast for information, <laughs> right? It's an educational... <sighs> I also don't think in Germany that they would have said... The majority of the words in English, except for two of them. Yeah. Why would <laughs> why would that I don't think that is what you say in Germany, is it? Because <laughs> that, that most of that wasn't in German. <laughs> so bizarre. But yeah, that was the end of the game. Vanessa Williams now is reporting and doing interviews with like Becca and other characters and yeah, things. She's, she's back, back doing her Gabby, Gabby Logan. Gabby Logan. <laughs> yeah. Um, um and, Yeah, and so they they kind of leave the stadium. 
But then isn't Clark Kent basically told to listen to Jenny from the block? He's like been told, doesn't he get told to like remember his roots? So a couple of people are commenting after the game yeah. in the locker room that he's too selfish because he thinks he's too good and he doesn't pass the ball. Because they lost the game, we should say. Yeah, his yes. team, Sorry, yeah. yeah, and his because an Australian shouts into the screen at some point for some reason. Yeah, the Australian with the with the prison bar window uh, eye. Yeah. Is he Australian for the rest of the film? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did we all watch the same film? <laughs> you described it as a lot of colours. Yeah, okay. yeah no so, There we go. Um, but yeah, they leave the stadium and, you know, not entirely happy with everything. Um, and then the next note I have is terrorists throw a flying vinyl record that explodes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So um, he, uh, Tremaine has gone to meet up with uh, um, uh, Alex. Is that her character's name? Vanessa Williams? Uh, yes. yes. Alec, yeah, so Tremaine's gone to meet up with Alex uh, in uh, outside what looks like a basketball court. Um, and I'm not sure what I was doing the thing. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, I need you to remember where to meet me or something. And then, yeah, they get attacked uh, by yeah, a record that blows up. It's like a tiny record. Yeah. Like about the size of um, a mini disc. Yeah. But it's vinyl and it flies through the air and then it went into a car and it was like thrown like a ninja star yeah and then it went into a car and then the whole car exploded and Dean grabs Alex and Les Williams yeah. and, and uh, protects her from the blast yeah uh, we then see Dean Kane uh, wake up come to um, and he is in niche reference uh, the music video for I Breathe Again by Adam Rickett <laughs> <laughs> great, great reference. Um, oh, we did points on this show. You get points, and uh, and he says a weird line that doesn't really make sense about I've gone to heaven and every angel looks like you. Even with Vanessa Williams, like, but what do you mean everyone? Yeah, you just only I didn't really know that was weird. Uh, and then he's yeah, just surrounded she, yeah. by lots of um, lots of lamps. Lots yeah. of lights. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then he has an idea. Um, and well, he obviously gets better at some point. Um, uh, yeah. Also, the whole entire of his body, from the neck down, is covered in cling film. It's cling film, yeah. Which I think is yeah. meant to look futuristic, but it's also what they put on burns victims <laughs> to reduce the amount of skin grafting. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like he's burned his entire, his entire body. body. Yeah. And he's but fine. he seems fine. He's <laughs> so fine. <laughs> he's so fine. Yeah, okay. What also annoyed me is that not only is he fine, but he wakes up and immediately knows what, like, what's happened, where he is. Yeah. What's like, he's so... Sh- I'm like, no, like, surely you were knocked out by this explosion. So why do you know? Why do you wake up with that information yeah. in your head? I'm not quite sure why that is. I think it's because the editors of this film know what's important to keep in, keep out, the way they wrote it. Just, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They're running a tight ship. Um, so what uh, do you expect from Spike these days? <laughs> yeah, a lot more, a lot more. Uh, so, um, yeah, then Tremaine gets better at some point. Um, uh, we don't apparently need to know that journey of his rehabilitation. Well, I think um, it happened quickly, and then he makes a little speech. Um, to 
I'm not sure. It's unclear. I think it's to the world. Yeah. So he. So so th- what they've realised is the terrorists. Yeah. Are if you, the, the, the Hawaiian Liberation Hawaiian Liberation the HLA. They don't want to be colonised by either the Pan Pacific. Uh, um, Pan Pacific Commonwealth, and presumably the, the North, North American, American Alliance. Alliance either, right? Yeah, they just want to be Hawaii. Yeah, which is you know again Fair. politically interesting because Hawaii is you know it, it, it's always been fought over as yeah. a as a um, what's the word um, a military. Well, know, hang a, on, no, a, hang on, kind of spot. Hang on, if that's the case. Then why are they supporting the the Pacific I don't, I Commonwealth they, I to think, win? I think they want to. I be have no free idea. From okay. America, no. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought that HR. I thought maybe. I think it's that Hawaii is part of the North American Alliance, and they want I to be so in the Pacific. I think that's what it is. That would make much more yeah, sense. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, I think you're right. So and and Hawaii obviously has a long-standing relationship with America. Um, yeah, so it would make sense that that was where that was going. But, but but why are they why are they called the Hawaiian Liberation Organization? They want to be liberated from America, liberated from America, but yeah. then also recolonized, recolonized by Australia, by, by Australia, yeah, yeah. specifically a, a, yeah. A, with an eye cage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so he works that out. I don't know how because it took us quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he says, "I've got an idea." Yeah. You're right. And then he does a speech. He does a speech. I don't know where it is because it sort of feels like he's in heaven. Um, he's addressing them from planet Krypton. Yeah, yeah. He's got up. He's got up to his home planet, Kal-El. Uh, is 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 there in Krypton? And uh, he's and he goes on to to talk about to to um say something very odd, which is that uh what needs to happen instead of a war is a game of future sport between the NAA and the Pacific Commonwealth. Yeah. And my favourite thing about that was what you win is bragging rights. <laughs> yeah, but that isn't what you win. Incredible. You, you don't win, he's like, you don't win money, you don't win anything, but you win bragging rights. Oh, but, and I wrote, but not the freedom of Hawaii. Yeah, that's not what the point was. That's not the point. Why is no one Hawaiian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does no one... Hawaiians don't seem to have any stake in this whatsoever. Yeah. It's just, it's a political pawn for people to feel good and brag, brag about. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. and so he makes that, he makes that decree, having spoken, uh, as far as we know, to no one in any kind of government position, no. he seems to have complete autonomy over, like, the world. Yeah. Um, because he's a sports, like, like, and I was just like, I was like, Imagine, imagine if like Harry Kane just came out on TV and went, do you know what? We're um, withdrawing all British troops in the Middle East and I'm going to play a football game now. (laughs) And we'll decide. With Lee Hare. Have you you asked anyone about this? Are you allowed to do that? Fine, (laughs) he is. Um, I swear at one point they say, what about the UN? And uh, Vanessa Williams' character Alex says, Oh well, the UN couldn't negotiate anything, right? Like, yeah, but what? you know who can? Future sports Future players. Sport players <laughs> yeah. Dean Kane. Like, yeah. if this is the character that you needed him to play, you, why did you cast Dean? Kane? <laughs> why? Why did you cast a slightly confused? Yeah, like he looks permanently concussed. He's like, <laughs> he, 
It's like when Joey has to play uh, in Friends. Yeah. And it's like, oh, how do you do your acting tricks? And he talks them through all the, like, you know, uh, the fish hook in the eyebrow yeah. or the, you know. And then he's like, oh, how, how, do you, um, how do you look uh, confused? And he's like, oh, I oh, just, yeah. I times, like, <laughs> one million by 362,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he does it. That face that he does in that bit, that's what Dean Cain does for the yeah. entirety of this film. But, um, fun little game for you guys at home, if ever you watch anything with Dean Cain in. If you close your eyes, he's got Chris Pratt's exact voice. It's <gasps> it's his exact voice. It was bugging me for that whole film. And I was like, woo. And then I closed it. I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's Chris Pratt. He's got Chris Pratt's voice. See, I would have enjoyed the film where if I'd not, if I'd watched it with my eyes closed. I'd have enjoyed it more <laughs> if it was Chris Pratt. And with him. Like, listen to it. Yeah. Um, um, can I? Yeah, so, sorry. No, go on. Go ahead. I was just going to ask. At some point, the terrorists are talking about 10 million euros. Yeah. And I've got a question yeah. as to why we're talking in euros. <laughs> yeah. When they're in and the also, Pacific. if we are doing it in the... I feel like 10 million, you know... With inflation. Kind of, with, in, uh, yeah. with inflation and robots and everything, it feels like they're just asking for sort of like 100 grand. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the that much. The stakes aren't high. No, no, they're not. <laughs> this is going to make... We're going to go to war with the, with the North American Alliance, which is the United States... As it was in 1998. Yeah. Plus all the economic growth it would have had up until 2025. Yeah. Plus its allegiance with Canada. Yeah. And presumably, I don't know, like, does, I, don't, I don't know where Europe fits into all this. No. I don't know what, what, I think Europe might be part of the Commonwealth. Right. Because, because, purely because of Hodgkins. The Pan-Pacific Commonwealth and Hodgkins is British. Well, that's interesting. And he seems to be quite high up in the Commonwealth. Let's look at the detail. Every time, <laughs> every time, Roddy Vance is his name. The uh, Roddy Vance, I think, is his name. He's yeah. the he's the main uh, the anchor for future. Oh commentary. yes, yes. Um, he calls all the Roddy Vance always says. Uh, Good Wait. evening, Madame Messieurs. Right. So I thought that was because everything's always emanating from New Orleans. I well, thought that was to do with the French population of New Orleans. It could be, or it could be linking into your theory about how Europe fits into the pan-Pacific Commonwealth. Maybe, Maybe it's actually French colonialism. And even in North America, because they're, you know, it's a global sport, they have to speak French. Do you think he might just be doing it to be fancy? Nah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's what I said. So, and that's it. so after, after Tremaine's um, announcement, it, it goes to... Scythe and the HLO. <laughs> Scythe's the guy with the Maori tattoo. Yeah, and they have a weird conversation where one of them is talk. One of the other ones is talking to Scythe yeah. and is like, "Oh, is this good for like why? What is this good for us? And 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 are, are they really gonna? You know, are the Pan Pacific Commonwealth gonna go for it? Yeah. And he says, "Yeah, they will. Um, I mean, giving us money and weapons is one thing." But they don't want a war, and I was like, "Isn't that what? Isn't that what that is? If you, yeah. if they, if you're being given money and weapons in order to liberate, like surely that that, that is that's literally describing a that war. Like I don't know what I don't know what the difference <laughs> is. If they're happy giving you money, where I don't know where the line they're drawing is. Yeah, and also if they, if they don't want a war, then surely Dean Kane's managed to play into their hands completely of his own." Accord because yeah. of a fever dream he had waking up from a Clingfield Rat Burns yeah. Institute. Like, I, <laughs> that was just weird. Yeah. That so that's happened. So, anyway, that all happens. It's all going ahead. And then we get a weird, a really weird scene that is structured and shot as if it's a montage, 
but it's one continual scene <laughs> with just a dialogue taken out and it's a little bit in slow motion and it's of it's yeah. of Dean Kane giving instructions to the the North American Alliance team. Yeah. But I was like, but and it, and it again went on for quite a while but it didn't I was expecting it to be a montage because it was underscored uh by Stuart Copeland obviously. Um it, it's 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 so subtle though. It's <laughs> like it it is a ridiculous montage, but it's a montage that involves, as you quite rightly say, Dean King giving instructions, but like giving them quite tentatively. <laughs> and from what I can tell, absolutely no time passes. No, no. defeats the object of a montage. Anyone yeah. who watches Jonathan Creek will know how angry we get at the inconsistency of David <laughs> yeah. Rennick's montages. This, this is just, it's just really odd. Yeah. I yeah. don't, nothing seems to have happened yeah. by the end of it. No. Time doesn't seem to have actually passed at all. No. Um, and Dean Kane seems to be maybe finding his confidence, which is weird because yeah. he's been a, c- referred to as arrogant and outrageous yeah. throughout the whole of the film up until now. Now, I'd, I'd just like to add in at this point that, uh, you know, we've, we've joked a few times now about the fact that uh, Wesley Stipes is credited as a special guest appearance. And yeah, he's in it quite a lot. And I'm aware we've not mentioned him much. Rest assured, he he is in it a lot, but he just doesn't really do much. All he does is is walk from an opposite direction of somewhere where other people are walking, and I'm not quite. I never know what what he's been doing, why he's at the places he is. He just kind of is everywhere where where they all are, and I don't really know why. And he comes uh, yeah. and he and he makes some odd noises, and <laughs> and and he's doing a very strange. Uh, uh, mildly offensive uh, uh, sort of Jamaican accent. Yeah, it is a really odd or uh, Bahamanian kind of, of some very kind. weird. Um, he's accent. also double crossing, isn't he? He's on both sides. Well, he's I was going to say support side and the terrorist. Lest side. we forget, yeah. actually, um, a BK fix does come in here because when you when when our uh, evil people. Uh, Scythe, who I've written down as vain villain, because there are yeah. a couple of shots of him looking at a mirror for no apparent reason. Yeah, probably going. Why have I got that Larry tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get that drunk? <laughs> Never have met those guys. Um, but he he says he's having that chat, and uh, Abike, Obake, uh, uh, Obake. Sorry, he um, he's been chatting to Dean because they're both from an area of New Orleans called the Down Zone, yeah. which very cleverly represents downtown America. <laughs> yeah. You know, downtown in every part of every city, it's that. Yeah. It's called Down Zone because yeah. it's future, but it's, you know, it's allegorical. Yeah. Um, and he's... Well, no, no, I don't know. I don't think it does. I don't think it's meant to be downtown because like, downtown is like where the bars and the theatres and the, it's it's meant to be like the projects, I think. I it's suppose meant to more, be, yeah, the down yeah. zone where the, maybe where the down and outside, you're right, I think you're it's right, more downtown that, yeah. could be, yeah. Um, and and Abike's been there and he's arranged for some bodyguards for Alex, for Vanessa Williams as well, yeah. which is important. Yeah, um, secret, secret bodyguards secret that she doesn't bodyguards. know about. But yeah, um, except then she does. Yeah. Um, and so that happens, and 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 then Obike, uh, Obike, fix hacks into Side's computer system. Yeah, and it, he hacks through, and it's quite clear that it's him. Yeah, and then the the Side looks really confused, like he doesn't know who Obike is, and he's like, "What?" And it's coming through, like, "What's happening?" And we can see it's him. Yeah, and he starts talking, and he's saying, oh, "Oh, I'm here to talk to you. I know what you're doing. I think I can help." And he goes, "Ah." Oh, 
Let me guess. OBK fix. Yeah. Alright, well, <laughs> you can see in here. <laughs> so, do you know him or not? <laughs> because we need to know your relationship going yeah. forward in this. Yeah. Because as you quite rightly explained, Rowan, he's playing both sides, yeah. right? But that's never really that well explained to us. Let me ever. guess. Oh, because if, I, if I open the door to you, yeah. like, oh, let me guess. David Shopman. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Because it's, 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 it's me. It's my face you and my voice. Yeah. And yeah. we have a history. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he says, oh, I'll help you uh, win Hawaii in the East. And it's called the East meets West match. Yeah. Just in case we weren't clear about how we're, how we're carving up the world. Yeah. Um, I wrote America yeah. v Hawaii v Australia v Russia. I am so confused just so, on that. So Russia, <laughs> Russia is because at some point the Pan Pacific Commonwealth team are, are training on the China Russia border. What? I missed that. That's when what we, happened there. That's where we meet. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah there's and it's like in Siberia, and it's all covered in snow. And there, oh. and that's where we meet Neville Hodgkins. When of course, in. that's really. But sorry, I jumped ahead saying that because actually, a very, very key part of the plot is when Clark Kent and another man have to do. Uh, they have to run up and down the stairs. <laughs> it's oh a huge that's stadium. The other man's Becker. Becker, right? Well, they, have run, they have to do yeah. fifty sets, yeah. Yeah. Um, 50 and then cents, they meet like someone that calls them Macho Prosciutto. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Anarchy, <laughs> which um, I'm now taking on. Forever. Every, yes. Anytime you two like start ruffling and tumbling, I'm going to say, oh God, macho prosciutto. We, I don't think we have ever ruffled or tumbled. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's also my favourite character, but yeah. I never got her character's name and, and cannot find anyone. It's Anarchy. It's Anarchy. Uh, uh, Anarchy. Yeah. Right, we need to find, I need to do some research on her. She's yeah. amazing in this. Her yeah. line deliveries are just <laughs> so much. Uh, so excellent. Much. Um, there's also a weird bit when they when they are running up the stairs and <laughs> another member of the team looks up at them and it sounds like what he says is, oh, I'll stand them. Yeah. But that cannot possibly be what he says because the phrase to stand something or someone comes specifically from the Eminem song Stan, which hadn't been released or written at this point. Yeah, but oh. this is obviously based in the future, David. <laughs> then if it's not that no it is that <laughs> but I don't know what so that means creepy. no it's the one thing they got right about the future yeah, yeah. I, I, and eye cages but also yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. do they need to be that fit to hoverboard because they never run do they <laughs> no, so what's, what it's is that their punishment it's just a punishment hey, it's not actually we fit to, thro- to throw the ball <laughs> I'm going to pull you both up you're forgetting only only two members of each team on hoverboards the rest are on roller skates oh, oh yeah I forgot about that because they were worried it wasn't similar enough to rollerball. Yeah. I mean, why? It's set in 2025 and yeah. everyone's got hoverboard technology, but yeah. also it's quite like roller skates. Yeah. Really? <laughs> what what how ridiculous and incongruous is that? Yeah. I mean, at least in 1975, roller blades were quite new. Inline yeah. skates were taking LA by storm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, oh, it's uh, um, anger-makingly bad. So, so after this training session, um, 
Oh, and it's also like, so the teams are obviously made up now of people that were like, it's basically like when you have, you know, the Euros or the World Cup. So you have people that yeah. normally play alongside each other in clubs all then go and obviously play for their home country. So that's kind of what's happened. So normally Becker and uh, Tremaine Ramsey are on different teams as we saw in the yeah. opening match. And then, but now they're having to be on the same side. Because he's German-American. So, yeah, well, yeah, he's <laughs> whatever he is. But I also wrote, he's not German anymore. So they're all training and then they... And then there's a weird scene with Dean Kane and his coach. Um, a weirdly affectionate thing where they... Ha- yeah, can I just... One more thing. Yeah. The coach we love at this point. Yeah. Because he's been there during this kind of montage. Yeah. And he says something that you actually said out loud at the time, which was, okay, guys, that was great. Let's do it again from the top. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> As a performer, if someone said that to you, if David is a producer or a director or so, someone said that to you, what do you think they mean? Let's go from the very beginning. And yeah. And so if you're practicing a sport, a sport, what do you think that means? <laughs> I think it means let's all pretend we're three when we first started learning this and then <laughs> right back to our very beginnings of ever knowing this existed. Okay, that's amazing. I'm so I'm satisfied with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's regression therapy. Great, yeah, yeah. okay. But he's a very kind coach. And yeah. he talks to his uh, team like they're a, an ensemble repertory cast from yeah. the RFC. Let's go again from the top. But you're right, they have this weird affectionate scene afterwards. Yeah. And I d- he says something to Dean like, I think what you're doing in... And what he's done is, let's just recap, instead of politics sorting out colonial territories yeah he said let's have a a, a death match of future sport and whoever wins <laughs> can keep a nation yeah and bragging rights sorry bragging rights yeah, right. and they'll get that and the coach says I just want to let you know uh, Ramsey I think what you're doing is really brave yeah and and, I, and it's really good what you're doing and I'm proud of you yeah and he has a, a moment where Ramsey it's quite a long him. moment where they're just sort of like touching each other. It's I'm not sure what's going yeah. on and, there. And then, and then um, uh, Obake turns up. Fitz yeah, turns up, and he's and kind so, of just watching them. Yeah, and it's all very odd. It's and then they an odd scene. And obviously, the coach decides to leave him to have his chat with Fix. Yeah, and what do they do when they depart? Do you, do you remember? Uh, no, but I feel like it's. They both put their hands together in praying hands. Oh yeah, that was the weird bit. And that then was they the bow. Weird bit. Yes, and then they pause yeah. for about five that. seconds. Yes, that was the weird bit. And then they edge away from each other, <laughs> yeah. <while> bowing. <laughs> bowing. Yeah. Now, if you try, if you're finding it hard to imagine what I'm describing, it's, it's like quite a, it's like kowtowing. It's quite similar yeah. to kind of many Eastern greeting traditions and kind of shows of respect. But up to this point, there's absolutely none of that culture no. within especially not Dean Kane no it, like no I, why are they doing this I now? don't know and I why don't are they know. doing it for so long I don't know I don't know it was because surely the whole film, because surely they wouldn't because they they're apparently like the enemies of the Pacific so why would they have any kind of adopted any it's kind of spaceship it's, it's called East versus West yeah it's a yeah. really good point yeah so I don't know why they're doing anything remotely Japanese but yeah. there you go um yeah 
Um, and yeah, and then and Fix is kind of looking at the, it's it's a really weird the pacing of it's really off. I don't know what anyone's doing in it. I don't know why the scene's there. Um, at some point though, um, I, I can't remember when, and I'm hoping you'll help me. Mm-hmm. At some point, Wesley Snipes says, "Ding dong diddly." He does. He does. He says, "I don't give a ding dong diddly." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. I don't give a ding dong diddly. And that's what I'm going to say every day for the rest of my life from now on. I don't give a ding dong diddly. Yeah. I mean... He does say that. Like, just... what Does he think that's like a Jamaican or like a Bahamanian His His performance in this reminds me a lot of uh, Nicolas Cage in Ghost Rider. A brilliant film. In terms of if you watch, he's... It feels like he's pushing it as far as he can go before the director tells him to stop mucking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and that's clearly what Nicholas Cage did in Ghost Rider. Like, there's a weird bit where he's like, like eating these M and M's. It's it's such a skittle, sorry, and it's, it's, it's such trick. a weird, such a weird thing. In a martini, he's putting them in a martini glass. And there's all these bits in Ghost Rider. I'm watching it. I'm like, you're. You're tro- you're trolling whoever's yeah, yeah. directing this film, and you're you're pushing them I to think... fire you, and that's what it feels. Even though he's the exact <laughs> producer of this, that's what it feels like Wesley Snipes is doing with every every choice. I think the entire cast did a read through of this film, then they all went to the pub and they went, "Right, guys, I know. Look, we're all a bit hard up at the moment. We've got to take it on. We can't cancel our contracts now, but why don't we just try and." Put in random words and phrases, yeah. and Wesley went, "I'll do ding dong diddly," <laughs> <I'll> do that. <laughs> and then the other guy went, "I'll I'll get I'll get a Maori tattoo. It'll be really funny. Let's yeah. get really drunk tonight, and I'll put it on, and I'll have the rest of my life. It'll be funny." And we'll, and then we'll get every, an octopus. And we'll as well. end every scene with praying hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Anarchy sense. went, and then listen, let's just say macho prosciutto. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that was the deal. There's, there's also a great bit where Anarchy talks about remembering something. Shall it's like one of those old flat screen movies. <laughs> old, oh, an old flat screen movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's quite interesting because in 1998, that is very, very, very early flat screen technology. Very true. So I was like, that's, you know, I mean, it's not as impressive as, as guessing guessing that Eminem would write a song called Stan, guessing the subject matter, and guessing that about 20 years after that it would become uh, vernacular for young people. But there you go. But they, that, they were that good. We're coming Very up to my, to my least favourite, but one of the most important points in the film. Yeah. Which is a sex scene. Oh, but yeah. I've, so I've written this down as well, so I'm very confused. Actually, I don't know what you're going to say. Can you talk us through this? Well, I can tell you the images and colours I saw on the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. And then you guys fill in the details of the plot. Yeah. Uh, plot. I'm doing those things with yeah. my fingers. Can you tell us about the images and colours? It's like being on the culture show, isn't it? You talk us <laughs> through the images and colours. <laughs> and we can nod along like Melvin Bragg and take the credit. So finally, Clark Kent and Vanessa do the diddly. Yeah. No. After um, uh, <laughs> the, the ding dong diddly. After quite a long scene, which is just her giving exposition to him about himself. Like, they're having these drinks, and she's like... And I think it's meant to be, that like, cute and romantic. And she's yeah. like, you remind me of a guy I once knew. And then <laughs> and says yes, his his it. Wikipedia biography to him. And it's like, right. Okay. And he's like, who do you mean? Yeah. He's like, oh, this guy, he was... And then, yeah, just <laughs> this guy. Grew up here, started out playing this sport, 
and then he became really good at future sport and then he did this and this and that and i was like oh my god yeah also the sport he started out in speedball okay because i thought it was b-ball and i was speedball like speedball is what i think time said. to abbreviate that but which, also which i feel isn't i don't is that a real sport speedball is that a thing because I felt like you've made up another sport from the future. Yeah. I always thought speedballing was just a way of taking drugs. Heroin, yeah. 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 Um, Maybe, did she say spitballing? <laughs> just used to really like the same things. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, that was funny. I think I was right with basketball, with b-balling. But also, why was he a basketball player? Yeah. And why did that lead him to this? <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we have that conversation and then we mm-hmm. haven't talked to him about him for a little while because he's basically... Oh, can the, I... Can go on. Just before anything, she says, my back hurts. Oh, that's after. That's after. No. That's yes. after the sex scene. That's the whole point. Right, we'll get to that. No, yeah, it is after the sex scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so we, we're sorry. getting into the sex scene, all this weird s- s- like expositions happening. Yeah. And, you know, cameras are starting to fade. Um, and, and okay so that's great and in creeps little Stuart Copeland who up to this point <laughs> has been kind of doing analogue versions of the Spyro theme tune yeah um, uh, <laughs> for, for most of it with also with a lot of congas every single time yeah. Wesley Snipes on the screen and I find that really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of yeah. percussion yeah um, but also we know he likes to hit things he's a percussionist at heart yeah and then, then what happens is he decides to write nothing but a series of horns. Yeah. And yeah. when I say a series of horns, you're thinking like a horn section. No, yeah. I mean a, s- a load of different musical parts in different keys of single <laughs> French horn notes. <laughs> so the only way I can describe this musically is if you imagine you were listening to like whale music, but, you know, and you can imagine the whales like going through the sea. Whoa. Like it's that, but with French horns. Yeah. For ages. For what, ages. What, it's the weirdest noise I've ever heard. What's weird is it's like he's trying to do softcore porn underscoring. Right, yeah. But he's got that wrong. And I'm like, but why was that what you were aiming for? Why was that, what, that the initial intention anyway? <laughs> Stuart Copeland's notion of love. Uh, yeah, and romance has been informed by I don't know, I don't know what porn you'd be watching in '98. Whale, whale, whale porn, whale porn. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there, as you say, <laughs> yeah, as you say, Rowan. <laughs> right. So then they're like, have they're just post-coital. Yeah. yeah. Classic, classic Clark Kent. And then she says something. I can't remember how it comes, but she says something about her back hurting. He, yeah. he says, "How? How was that?" Yeah, because that's what. Because if you're twelve, you think that maybe that's how you have what you say after set. Yeah. How was that? Is it not? Woo! <laughs> 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 got a lot to learn. Thanks, guys. And then she turns around and says, "Well, my back hurts, so that's something." But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard that. My brain goes to all sorts of places to what it could possibly mean. Yeah. And then doesn't. And then the butler comes in. And you oh, think, oh, oh, was he there the whole time? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. So he's got... Uh, Tremaine Ramsey's got a house that has, like, a... Like like in The Avengers, you've got Jarvis, which is the uh, yeah. Iron Man's, you know, sort of voice, butler voice thing. It's like Michael Caine if it house. was only in voice. Well, I can tell you who it is. <laughs> in Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you who it is. It's a, an actor called Gerard Plunkett. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays... 
the voice of Edgar. Edgar, yeah, who is um, like his house controller. Gerard Plunkett. It's definitely a made up. He's got one of those talking houses that everyone had yeah. in the future. Yeah. Sam Rockwell has it in Min. Yes. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um Yeah. And and so yeah, that happens and you realise that yeah, he's he says, Sorry to interrupt, but you've got an urgent message. And there's a little like old school dial phone like 90s you know the ones yeah. you've like yeah. Yeah. like round and round yeah like a rotary number. phone yeah and you think why is that the image for a call in the future <laughs> yeah, a yeah, giant yeah. massive screen that's the size of a wall that's a very good point and then we find out it's an anonymous threatening call from Maori Tattoo Man except it's a video call so it's not anonymous sorry just speaking of point it's anonymous Except we can see him, but he never says his name. He's like, you don't know who I am, but I'm threatening you. But I, I know exactly who you are, mate, so I can see you. I'm glad you said that, because I <laughs> I, I thought that we weren't meant to know that it was Maori guy, but it's so serious, his face. <laughs> they can see bit, it, a, we can see a, it. Like, it's like altered it a bit. bit. Yeah. Also, who else would it be? Because we know he's the villain, right? Yeah. <laughs> we know he's yeah. the baddie. And he's like, don't, oh. he's like, don't go to the game. Um... Sorry, just because you've just reminded me, and I'll forget again. When you were talking about the rotary phone symbol for the thing, for the answering the phone, rotary phone—that's the actual yeah, name for it—for um, answering the call, it made me think about the logos of the teams. And <laughs> did anyone else notice that the logo of the Pan Pacific Commonwealth was like a like a movie reel? Yeah. It, it was like I was like, why is why is that their logo? <laughs> I just I didn't, I didn't like, understand like it. Like when you have um, like Trivial Pursuit and it's the movie yes, round. Yes, yeah. that. It's the that yeah. logo. Yeah. 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 I don't know why that was their logo. I it's don't know really what that's got point. to do with it's anything. I think after the first read through of this, all of like the crew and wardrobe got really drunk and thought, Do you know what, guys? <laughs> that's the that's the no, only... I'll just keep doing this again that's and again the... and again. <laughs> I mean that's the only that's the only <laughs> way it makes sense. It's the only way it makes sense. <laughs> but and he says, Scythe, he says, No, you should go and have your back surgery. Because you need, you need back surgery, you should do that instead of going to the game. Because if you go to the game, you'll die. And I'm like, well, don't say that because Vanessa Williams has just made a joke about her back hurting. Yeah. And now I think that he's talking to her. Yeah. And can he see them? Well, it's, it's the not future, clear, isn't it? Yeah, it's not clear. Um, but he does go to the back to the back to the practice stadium hall. He does. Um, and they're doing some practicing. They probably take it from the top again, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it from the top, from the top. <laughs> Nonsense. And something really tragic happens. Uh, with oh our... yeah, sorry, we should have mentioned a bit earlier on. We saw a weird thing of a little robot spider just ambling around. And in... you in vent. You saw it, didn't you? You said at that point, "Oh, I don't trust that." Spider. Don't trust that spider. Yeah. No, and I stand by it. Well, you, you were right. You to. were right. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> right all along. And because what happens is we go into yeah. <laughs> the practice room and they've been doing practicing. Coach Douglas. Yeah, coach is at the other end of this sort of like the sort of gym gymnasium uh, hall bit. What? Uh, yeah, what is it? I don't know. It's a dojo. Um, yeah, it's kind of a dojo. Yeah, and he's at the other end of it, cross-legged, like full lotus position, with his head down, and. Then it's and then all of the team, all of the he's got room, and then all of the team, walk in a straight line, side by side, which is weird. So about six of them all walking in a line, uh, like in sync, uh, getting closer and closer to him. The closer and closer they get, 
no, no one thinks anything's wrong. Everyone just assumes that he's okay and is asleep. Yeah, but then one of them says, oh, you had us worried there for a moment. Y- yeah. And yeah. What, <laughs> what, what moment? When yeah. you, because none of you have been worried. Nothing's changed between yeah. <laughs> a minute ago and so now. It sounded like that was no that sense. was a reaction to him moving, but he put nothing's half yet. So what's so you had us worried? What's he done to make you less worried? <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing. I think the only reason you you would ever be walking in a straight line with that many humans, yeah, is if you were cu- in a curtain call, yeah, for a yeah. show, yeah. for a musical yeah. in the fifties, yeah, or. Um, someone had lost uh, a piece of like important jewellery on a football field yeah. and you were helping the police with their inquiries. <laughs> that, that's the only time when people would walk in that straight line. And the, I had, you're absolutely right to point it out it's the weirdest piece of blocking I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. So they're all walking in the line and, and they have to get to li- literally almost touching him before they see that a spider, a robot spider, killed him somehow by... Biting his neck. Yeah, yeah like biting little. or sucking out the back of his brain was where my brain went to. Okay. And then I wrote, is it actually about freeing Hawaii? Or are we all answering to a spider villain god? It's a very good question. Mm. And I don't think it's actually ever answered. I think that's left for us, the audience, <laughs> to converse and debate about afterwards. That's yeah, why it's a clever film. To marinate. Yeah. I think many Hawaiians you know, feel that to this day, don't they? It's the national film of Hawaii. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, nothing we say can be more offensive than the film is. Yeah, exactly. So it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and I think it's um, uh, Becker again, um, who, who takes the spider, yeah. and he throws it on the floor. No, it's not. It's it's mayhem. Oh, is it mayhem? Yeah, mayhem. No. So mayhem is furious. And he gets in like a rage, yeah. and then he really lightly taps the spider off him, so lightly with like a with like a, a broom handle, yeah, and and just go, tap, and he taps it off, but it's like off, he's like ah, tap. Was like, what is this? That's a, like like how Tiger was going for the final part on the eighteenth hole. Tap. Yeah, 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 really light, and then yeah, stamps on but it. No, then yeah. very specifically, yeah. Oh, he gets the, the spider falls onto the floor. And explodes. Yeah. And then he stamps he's on saying, it. Yeah, after it's really And then it gets into pieces. Yeah. Yeah. B- yeah. Because it's unexploded again. Yeah. yeah. So what we have here is what we call in the film industry is a continuity <laughs> error. What's <laughs> happened here is there are two pieces of film that yeah. have been cut and spliced and then they've been put back together but in the in wrong the order. Bit, yeah. And what you'd have on a $9 million budget yeah. film like this is unfortunately no one's job to, to check that. <laughs> Except for about five people who are professionally prepared to do it. But apart from them, what are you going to do? How are you going to stop that happening? Yeah. That specific thing. Yeah. It's mad. It's absolutely... I can't... It makes me so angry. <laughs> Not as angry as Mayhem was, obviously. No. But yeah. Um, so so that happened. They realised that the coach has been killed by a spider. And I think they assume, well, this is probably from our mean pan pan-pacific australian yeah. enemies yeah uh and one of them says yeah don't 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 you realize just like fix said this is this isn't like an ordinary game this is too much is up to stake by like bragging rights oh and away <laughs> yeah but as a result this is street rules so i'm like right yeah so, so the stakes are so high yeah right this has never been done before thank goodness 
that it's now it's now so high and it's just like it was in down zone <laughs> when it started nine yeah. years ago yeah. as a non-professional sport <laughs> yeah. to sort out disputes with friends yeah that's like that's not that doesn't make it be- better that makes it le- less important yeah yeah how how have you written that and and left it there yeah but yeah they learn obviously yeah that they think that that's him it's also important to note that once this scene's done no one cares anymore that the coach is dead yeah every yeah. it's never mentioned again everyone's over it everyone's absolutely fine um and then and then i believe so tremaine um then sort of becomes their coach um uh player coach yeah. uh, uh and he's on a phone call with vanessa williams well, is that before or after a very very important second montage because right here oh, I think we have another story. montage yes you're right and again absolutely no time passes no, yeah, it's just yeah. in real time yeah it's just it's just yeah. at some point someone says it doesn't mean zip and I wondered whether you two could maybe you have a lot of knowledge why does zip mean nothing oh that's a very good question I don't know leave it with me oh. we'll take it to the office and get back to you yeah. <laughs> that's never happened before you always know everything yeah, zip no. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, it does. Zip, zilch, nada. Zilch, yeah. Nothing. Zip yeah. is like zip it, I've heard it, it, but not like zip for nothing. I've not... I mean, my 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 guess would it, it's that it's related to, to Z being for zero. Yeah. But uh, that's the only connection I can... Well, it doesn't mean zebra. You well, can just yeah. start saying anything. Well, why not? Let's start it. Anyway. It means absolutely zebra. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> for those of you familiar with the NATO phonetic alphabet, I'm laughing away at home... <laughs> Yeah, so there's another there's another weird montage. I've written it's revolutionary, uh, and 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 yeah, he he's giving out his advice again yeah. now as coach, and yeah. I think he's got less confident again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's really he's really really tentative. He's got all these kind of like weird little micro expressions on his face. Yeah. I'm like, you, where was that subtlety? In yeah, all of your career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really tiny little, and the camera just stays on him stationary, yep. and then fades to the same camera in the same position, yep. but, uh, like two seconds later, and you can't hear what he's saying. No, it's like, it's like, yeah, and then he's got this phone call. Sorry, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so then he has a phone call on his on. Well, I suppose they kind of predicted Apple watches as well. Yeah, Yay. but then the phone that she's because she's on his couch. Yeah, and she's. It's not a like phone, a is it? It's with a... like the tiniest, like centimeter by centimeter square, mm, and yeah. that's for them is like. But but you know, you didn't yeah. even have video phones at all. Then, exactly. Really. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's quite... not a bad shout. Do you um, remember just... quick? Text. I also like the fact that his watch is quite an. Oh, it's like a Rolex. It's, it's a like Rolex, an analog with, style yeah. watch, but with a screen. Do you yeah. remember the the like um, when supermarket self scanners first came out? Yeah, like mm. quick checks. Or mm-hmm. thick. Her phone reminded me of a yeah, like a, you're right, a, a yeah. one of those. Yeah, it's very just, weird. But she's it, lying on his couch, right? And they're just having a little chat. Then old Michael Kane, the butler voice comes. I, I found it quite odd Edgar. that she was there. Like I was like, is she living with him now? Because no, that that's feels very all fast. very snazzy. When you're very rich <laughs> like that, doesn't matter. People okay. just, you know, empty your fridge for hours after sex. <laughs> Sorry, are you so, so are we still in the same day then as that happened? I thought this whole film well, was done in twenty four Right. 
<laughs> I wish that I wish that stipulation was made on the viewing of this before. Yeah. I wish. I wish yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's made a okay. Yeah. But she is lying on the couch and he's talking to her and they're just, you know, checking in. And then it's security alert, security alert. And she doesn't seem to move a muscle. Yeah. Like it's happening yeah. on her end. Yeah. yeah. And he's a bit like, hey, everything all right? No, it's a yeah. fucking security alert, security alert. Yeah. And then she only starts to panic once she's actually lifted up by the two bodyguard aforementioned guards. Yeah. Yeah. And taken away. And then he doesn't panic, right? Because right. Oh, I'm so goes, glad you mentioned. Someone goes, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh, what's happening?" He's yeah. Like, don't worry, I've got a tracker because I, I forgot to say after they have sex, but, he yeah. puts a necklace on her that's like some sort of family heirloom, yeah. and she thinks it's lovely. Turns out, incredibly creepy and controlling. Now he knows where she is at all times. Yeah. yeah. It, very odd. And also, let's remember that when they slept together which is a few moments you know hours before presumably um he's still with his original girlfriend they haven't broken up yeah she they had a bit of a tiff and they're not speaking to yeah. each other at the moment but he that's that's an affair definitely i also mm. just want to talk about how long he looks at the watch for after the kidnap <laughs> yeah. happens because it's so long i was like oh my god go somewhere go and sort this out go and get her but he's just staring and staring at the watch. And it's also terrible, ages. terrible acting from yeah. Vanessa Williams. It is. Because her, she's she's not like running or fighting. She's just like kicking her legs, like acting like someone who's trying to resist being taken away. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to be on from this point because you've what you've said is huge. Okay. <laughs> You're saying that Dean Kane. Yeah stared at the watch for a longer amount of time than is normal. Yeah. In researching this film, yeah. one thing that was very prevalent was that Dean Kane, the actor, mm-hmm. suffers intermittently from serious chronophobia. <laughs> and throughout this film, his chronophobia was so bad that it got in the way of a lot of filming and everyone was very aware of it. And it is actually on the IMDb trivia. It's mentioned. <laughs> other actors talk about it. What's chronophobia? Chronophobia is something that David and I are familiar with because mm-hmm. of a very specific episode of Jonathan Creek mm-hmm. called Time Waits for Norman. Mm-hmm. The I best episode. episode. So Time Waits for Norman. Do you remember um, that? The giant clock in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. And what was specific about the clocks in that episode? Oh, there were colours and images. I don't know. So none of the clocks had hands on them. Yes. So then none of them could actually tell the time. Why yes. was that, David? Um, ah. Because Norman was chronophobic. Which is... A or f- I think they say temporophobic. In temporophobic. A, um, and is it a fear freak. of time? Or the hands? But chronophobic is, is described the same as temporophobic yeah. in the sense that it's specifically the passing of time. The fear of time. Uh, and that's how chronophobia is uh, is listed. So do you think that do you think that's what happened? Do you think he was just so paralysed with fear that he literally couldn't look away from the watch, and that's all? Either that, or they removed the hands from the prop watch, and therefore he had no idea how long he'd been looking. (laughs) (laughs) So couldn't judge. Just had all his lines for the next scene written on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I have no idea. Um, 
or maybe he could look at it so fleetingly. Because it's also because it's such a weird position. Because he's like up on one knee and he's rest, and it looks so uncomfortable. I'm like, stop, hold, like you're hot, you've held this position yeah. for about a day and a half now. <laughs> but also at the same time, I don't want to mock it too much because it's a genuine mental illness condition. No. You know, no, I'm not mocking that. I'm mocking his decision to look at the work every weird. very long time. Very weird. Um. So yeah. So so then, then we kind of start hitting uh, uh towards the sort of climax of the film. They they decide to try and get Vanessa yeah. Williams back. Um. And the whole team, with the exception of Mayhem, who just doesn't really care. Um. I think he's still upset about the spider. Yeah. I mean, with a name like Mayhem. It, all it took was one robotic spider for him to be yeah. his courage. And, to be and, and also, this is again. I was like, oh, maybe this is a callback to when he like smiled knowingly at the beginning of the film when they were in Brent yeah, Cross Shopping Centre <laughs> about the um, uh, the HLO. And I was like, that's why he's not going to come with them, and they're going to bring that back. And that was right. Oh no, 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 no. Doesn't know again. Just doesn't matter. I just think he was around for that day. No, yes, yeah, he was around for the shoot. <laughs> the actor wasn't around for the shoot and they couldn't re- yeah that's exactly what it was that's exactly what it was um so they yeah merry band of, of they go to naba naba tech naba tech some sort of place where they're holding her and um, what happens for the next i would say 20 minutes um i'd say about three hours three hours how long was it for you Ryan? well i've written i'm losing brain cells <laughs> 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 and then what happened was I entirely zoned out for the whole climax of the film. Yeah. And then when I came back to, mm-hmm. I was actually quite sad. I didn't realise how invested I was. Because <laughs> okay. I was like, oof, I'm sad I don't know how they've resolved all of this. <laughs> no, they haven't. They resolved it through violence. Yeah. Um, it's tw- about about three hours, as David says. Yeah, of a of a sort of bad kung fu, like <laughs> terrible kung fu. Except Vanessa Williams is actually yeah, really, really good. good at it. Right, yeah, but it's the only that. character that shouldn't be. Yeah, because again, her job is Gabby Loeb, Loeb yeah. of the future, um, <laughs> who should be good at it. Wesley Snipes, yeah. fifth Dan karate champion, <laughs> second Dan in Leipzig. He's got loads of martial arts qualifications, been yeah. doing it since he was 12 years old. Yeah. In both Florida and Brooklyn, the guy is known for being brilliant at martial arts. Shot yeah. three films of Blade. At this point, he's already done one, right? Yeah. Uh, all about martial arts. Like, why can't he do it? Why can't he do karate in this terrible film? Why couldn't he do that bit? Couldn't do the accent? He couldn't do the acting for some reason in this film. He's not that bad an actor. I think he's doing it deliberately, as I say. You think, I think he's, he's trolling. caging it? I think he's way. trolling Ernest Dickerson all the way to yeah. the back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they they have a fight, and then Obake Fix saves the day, doesn't he? He he yeah he he disarms or I can't remember what he does now, but he does something, and that seems to save everything. And then and then Dean Kane and Vanessa Williams are really tired from fighting and also their backs are hurting again because they're both like on the floor and she's yeah. oh no sorry she saves him Vanessa Williams uh, saves Dean he, Kane because Dean says and he says oh no, it, I came here to save you 
you came here to save me. And then they get really horny. And I was like, okay, I don't I don't understand why why you're in the mood now. Yeah. I always get in the mood after bragging rights are won. <laughs> We're not even at bragging rights being won. Oh, God. How long did I sign out this for? Is, this, is, this, is, this is rescuing Vanessa Williams. Goodness gracious. This isn't yes. for Hawaii. No. This is just for Vanessa Williams. There was a sketch, wasn't there? Like, years ago about a couple who would, like like a church couple or whatever and they were like oh turning up at the WI have we baked a cake for the sale or something yeah. like that and they'd have a peck on the cheek and then get really into it and yeah. it would be really awkward for everyone it's that sketch it that's is, what yeah. happens here <laughs> yeah. is they just start eating each other's faces yeah. and then uh, Oberk Fix is like um, I'm here says, and then I'm they... sorry to interrupt this beautiful moment yeah <laughs> And then they both look really annoyed. And I'm like, no, you're the ones that are being weird here. It's like, inappropriate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So then they, obviously, with all that being done, they go off to play the game. Yeah. So after doing all this death-defying, you know, gunfights and karate and violence and explosions, they now go to, to play the game, which is described as a death sport. There's something odd about... How can this be more dangerous than what you've just done? There's something odd about all this HLO stuff not having any bearing on, like, whether the game should go ahead. I'm, I'm like, I don't understand why they're just like, oh, okay, fair play, they tried to, oh, better go play the game anyway, and, and if we lose that stuff, I'm like, yeah, what, like, I don't understand why you're not more angry about these this terrorist group, like, and why you're not like, well, no, we're going to refute the... Uh, Pacific Commonwealth are playing dirty using this terrorist group to try and yeah. stop us, so therefore we shouldn't have this game, because they're not playing fair. That but they, that's never discussed. Do you know what? I feel like it's it's almost like if you've ever been to like an immersive theatre show where there's like a, an element of war on, where it's like, there's not really any consequence, there's no higher power, it's all just very contained yeah. violence and war, like global war within Brent Cross Shopping Centre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't get tickets for that show now. It's, it's completely. <laughs> <laughs> then Gardner gave it a fall. Um, yeah, no, you, you're absolutely right. It, none of it really makes any sense. So then we then watched a game of future sport. Yeah, and they sub in. Uh, yeah, fix. Okay, fix comes in and he saves the day. Game. Yeah. Um, oh, it's important to know he's back on their side now. Yeah, because he said, "Oh, I helped the HLO because the Pacific Commonwealth uh, have got more money than uh, the North American Alliance to." Not the, that much. They got ten million euros. True. Or 11 million like, euros. They they they'll give ten times more to to the down zone. Yeah. Um. So I had, to, but and then they went. Well, so why are you back with us? And he went, "Because I don't like them, but I'm keeping their money." Yeah. So I was like, okay. That was very neatly wrapped up by him. And yeah. I was like, fine. So why did you have to ever be... Anyway, um, I felt like there's absolutely no need for him to, to, to double cross in, in this film. <laughs> no, no, there's absolutely no need for him to be in the film whatsoever. No, absolutely not. Whatsoever. Which makes sense that he was a special guest appearance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cameo. So yeah. Two so, hours. so he's subbed in and um, he hits someone with his hoverboard in the face and their ho- all the blood in their body comes out of it's, their nose and mouth. It's tremendous. And it hits <laughs> the, the, the actual camera that's filming the film. Yeah. And I was like, right, right, so in the world of the film, what's that hit? Well, I was trying to think about this and I was like, are we being unfair? Is this the camera that's filming, that's the, filming the game? Maybe. But 
if that happens, <laughs> then we need to have a different filter to show that it's not yeah, the same yeah, camera yeah, yeah, yeah. as our, yeah. our eyes. Yeah. Or just show the camera. Yeah. Like, sh- show that happening after. And so the cameraman being like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we know what that is. But instead, it just feels like the audience got blood on their face. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what they were going I for. I think that's what they were going for. Do you for. think that's what, um, what was the Leonardo DiCaprio film, Reverend? The, the Revenant. Yeah. 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 Do you think that's what where they got the kind of idea from? To have like blood and that mist and stuff on the camera. To immerse you into the world of that yeah. mentality. I think I think I, I well again, you know, so talked many. about Goodfellas, you know, I think <laughs> I think there's so many of the great movies yeah, link I, back to future sport. Yeah, we wouldn't have some of the great cinema we have. It's very influential film. I mean, whether you like it or hate it, it's divisive. But it's certainly very You cannot influential. argue it's, so great. its yeah. place in cinema history. No, yeah. that's um, not. <laughs> so you can't argue that it has a place. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. So then they win the game. I mean, at this point, all three of us are just going, "Oh, end, please, yeah. Yeah, end, the, yeah. end the film." So I've come back to at this point, yeah, and yeah. I've gone. I mean, you didn't pass out. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did. I went into a coma. Um, and then I came back and I went, did the double crosser come clean? Yeah. 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 I know you've discussed that. I just wanted to let you know where I was that, at. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Keeping you updated. Yeah. And so, then they yeah. win. They win and the game. Yeah. Yeah. They win the game and uh, make a comeback. They are trailing and then they win. And by a point. Yeah. By a point. Because of old Tremaine Pharaoh Ramsey. And um, yeah, also, can I just say, mm-hmm. he only calls himself Tremaine once and it's about to happen. He calls himself Trey for the rest Trey, of the yeah. Film. Mm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. his title character in the credits is Trey. Trey, yeah. He says Tremaine once, but you've called him Tremaine. That's yeah, full, full name. I'm on full name terms. I, like I thought really I lost terms. I'm on full name you terms. You get on to full name terms. Yeah. You start on full <laughs> no. name terms and then you, no, you not get me. more casual. Not me. You don't go, oh, hi, uh, <laughs> My name's uh, Dave, but you can call me David. Like, that's, that's not how I that. actually I do say that quite a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. um, so, so the yeah the game ends. The <laughs> I guess the world's okay now. Tremaine Ramsey gets Pharaoh. A, Tremaine Pharaoh Ramsey gets a call from President Clinton. Oh, but lot and we we all lol. go wait a minute. It's 2025 and then lol he goes tell Chelsea I'll call her back because it's Clinton's daughter ha 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 how wrong they are that's ridiculous because I think at that point Chelsea's like what at best not even really a TV personality no she's at school uh, in 98 yeah Um, but then also you think they maybe they did project predict that actually you could just be a famous person yeah, well, I mean, I guess, you know, America, uh, uh, one of the problems, I, I, actually, and I hate to say it, but especially within the Democratic Party is the idea of they're always, they're obsessed with wanting to have a monarchy, wanting to have a dynasty, something like And the Clinton the, dynasty, Kennedys. Yeah, the Kennedys is the big one. They're yeah. so obsessed about the Kennedys being some kind of pseudo-royal family. So I think that's uh, uh, maybe why they thought, well, it's yeah, there's a good chance because she's a daughter of, of yeah. Bill and Hillary Clinton. So it's still is. Well, so um, <laughs> the film, the uh, then, and it's, it's an 
How does it end? So he. Oh, how does it he end? He goes off with Vanessa. How does it end? Yeah. I've oh no, forgotten. you can say that. But I'm actually. You're, I'm. I'm literally like the last okay. scene. I'm excited. So about, they win like, the game. Shot. There's a joke about Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. And Dean Kane has learned. He's gone on this emotional journey as a character, right? Started off really arrogant, then learned some humility, then had an affair, forgot his humility, saved the day, and became more arrogant at the end than yeah. he was at the beginning. Yeah. And his ex girlfriend, oh, who was still his girlfriend, and with yeah. new hair. With yeah, new hair. With new hair. She was very quick, it's within 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she got extensions. That's how he could cheat on her. That's why she wasn't in the house. <laughs> and, and she says, Oh, well done for winning. Your uh, popularity index is uh right up there mm-hmm. um and 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 he goes yeah yeah it is obviously because i've you know won hawaii for america yeah. and she goes great so i'm sorry i shouted at you before and he goes hang on a minute are you just saying this because you know if i'd lost would you still be here and she's like well i like a winner and he goes ah well i've moved on actually I'm going out with Vanessa again now. Vanessa with Alex. Yeah. And Vanessa Williams is literally, like, if you can imagine two heads of people talking, that's Clark Kent yeah. and Extensions Lady. Yeah, Vanessa yeah, yeah. Williams is behind, the, behind and in the middle, yeah. watching on as though she's, like, watching some people fight in a supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah she's yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. like, wide-eyed. Why yeah. isn't this exciting? <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting to find what's out what's going to happen. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your boyfriend that you're yeah. in love with now. Um, I'd also like to point out that this conversation makes no sense because just a few hours previously, he's turned up to the locker room and and uh, uh, Mayhem has gone, oh, you're only, you're only doing this for your PI index. And he went, no, I don't have one anymore because I fired my PR firm. Oh, so I don't know why now it's back sick. again. Also... <laughs> PI index. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's that's popularity index. index. Popularity index index. So it's like pin number. But also, when did he fire his PR firm? Could we not have just seen like a little screenshot of the email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd have liked that scene. Just a little bit of detail. You you wanted more of the film in the film. Oh yeah, I wanted I wanted the scene of him uh, discussing terminating his PR firm's contract. Yeah, and I like to I'd see have been him well sit up down with his AI butler and talking about the negotiations of pay and yeah. his performance review. It's yeah. the detail that we're it's the detail. <laughs> it is. I tell you what, I would have genuinely liked to have a little have a little bit more from Hodgkins. Neville Hodgkins. Hodgkins. Played by Matthew Walker. Yeah. Who I was trying to work out where I recognised him from. And I realised it's a, it's a show that you and I talk about quite a lot considering we don't really like it that much. Right. He's Merlin in Stargate. Is he? Yes. Okay. Um, Stargate, a great, great series. Yeah. I mean, he's not. He's, Stargate, is it? S- Stargate SG-1. Yeah. Yeah. SG-1. Yeah, um, it's good. I think. Yeah. So, sorry, what's the end of the film? So the end of the film, I, don't know, I that's thought what was, I get to. Mesdames et Messieurs. So it's like, oh, the world is fine, right. but I've written, what's his name? Roddy why Vance. is my flag Vance. on this film? Right. So because he suddenly the Algerian him. flag comes up. Yeah. yeah. I'm not Algerian. No, I am. Those of you just staying at home, yes, Rowan is in fact an Algerian. Um, and there's a half. reference to half Algerian, half Irish. And, and 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 there's a reference to a soccer. What's it? It's it goes, um, Madame et Monsieur. It's 
Sirocco from Algiers. And I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've just yeah. seen the flag and I'm like, are they pretending that the Algerian flag is some sort of robotic future flag? <laughs> and they do say Algiers. And then he says, Madame yeah. and Messieurs. And the French did colonize. Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. And I thought, it, it, to be honest, I've come full circle from going, it's Clark Kent, capital letters, yeah. to my flag. Yeah. It's nice. Everything in between. What a pile of shit. But either side, <laughs> lovely. Strong words there. <laughs> I, yeah, th there was a little bit of like that. This might have a political outcome somewhere. Yeah, because he said because the Singaporean who was hired to well was fighting for the Australian baddies. Yeah, I Cage uh, and and Neville. Yeah. She goes up to him and he goes, oh, you failed. And she goes, oh, I played the game. He said, yeah, yeah, and lost. And she goes, no, I played it. And you, you you're the one who's lost. Sort of, See you yeah. later. And then yeah. he looks a bit sad. I'm like, can you imagine if that's just And how... she returns back to playing for Tremaine's team. Yeah. But uh, presumably Neville's the most powerful person in the whole of the Eastern Hemisphere. Well, no, because he introduced himself as something quite niche. When they were in Siberia... He turned and he first and we first meet him and he's like, I'm the security liaison. But it's like it doesn't sound like a high up job. Why but then they, he's why the only person him? he's the only person we were aware of from the Commonwealth. He's the so I think he feels really low down the food chain. And I'm not sure why he's the Oh, how's it how's it been in your Commonwealth? How, how's it in your how's the colony going? How's the Empire? Oh, not great. Why? Oh, we lost a nation. Why? Well, I don't I, I just I didn't think it was gonna be a hard deal, so I just sent ahead of security. <laughs> What? Yeah, and he's a nice guy, reliable. He went to a private school in London years ago. He's, he's great. He'll be. I thought he'd be fine, but he's ballsed it up. Why? He knows nothing about future sport. <laughs> I genuinely think there is something in this film that could have been interesting, and that is that is the no. film, the film that Vanessa Williams is working on, because there's actually something interesting in the idea of this sport becoming commercialised and the guy that actually created it not wanting anything to do with it and still being down in the original place that it was like that bit I think there's some there's a so film you want in a there. biopic of a fake sport <laughs> I mean no I just want more about the commercialization of future I think there's, there's an interesting <laughs> political <laughs> angle there <laughs> and it's just kind of dropped yeah but also that is rollable yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, what I meant, what I meant is what I wanted to do is turn it off and watch Rollable. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. The whole thing is a is a futuristic cinematic celebration of the Greek quoting Christians to the lions and celebrating the worst in humanity. It's like it's 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 a warning against reality television before reality television. I just want what I seventy five film Rollable. I just wanted Future Sport to be written by Pani Chayefsky. That's what I wanted. That would be. So yeah, that's 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 future sport. Oh my god. And goodness. what a sport it is. And what a future it is. <laughs> it is. Have you um learnt anything about yourself or the world from this film? <laughs> I'd like to point out that Roland's actually clutching a stress ball yeah. in the shape of a banana. And it's now <laughs> starts trolling it so hard. That it's actually leaking. <laughs> oh god. I've broken the stress ball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've learnt, I've definitely learnt that I find it difficult to grasp uh, details and plot lines of, of, of films. I mean, I think 
Calling this a film's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And to say there was a plot is as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, so so I'd, I'd say no, I'm pretty much exactly the same as I was <laughs> two hours ago. Yeah. Well, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah. Let's take it from the top. No, ch- as long as the audience <laughs> aren't affected. <laughs> aren't have changed in any way. Yeah. Then you've done your yeah. job right as a dramatist. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, so, yeah, there we go. That was Future Sport. I hope you're happy, Tristan. Um, yeah, I hope you're bloody happy. <laughs> I hope you've listened to all of this as well. Yeah. All yeah. of it. <laughs> and I think it's only fair you go back and watch the film again, because you've made me, and there needs to be at least two of us in the world that have seen this twice. Because I know Wesley Snipes hasn't even seen this twice. No. Um, I mean, and he had a lot of time in prison, too. And he just say, by, by the time this film came out, he was yeah. already being arraigned. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a real prison, not a tiny eye prison. Um <laughs> So, so next uh, next time we'll be back with you uh, again on Thursday, and we are back with a, another episode of Crime Traveler. We are indeed, uh, or two episodes, I should say, of Crime Traveler. Um, so that'll be good fun. Um, in the meantime, uh, thank you so much, Rowan, for coming and joining. I hope you had a fun time. I can't say that, but thank you so much for having me. No, talking to you was nice, but um, no, it's been lovely. Thank you so much um, for having me. Have on you got an, anything to plug? Any socials you want to throw out there? No, I mean, not much is happening. I'm doing my show in Huddersfield in October, but that feels like a long time away. Absolutely, at the Lawrence Batley Theatre. Um, uh, otherwise, yeah, you can keep up to date with Ryan's movements on Twitter at Romeister8. Instagram at Couscous Sister. That's yeah. And if you want to get in touch with us, you uh, know where to find us, all the usual places. You can get in touch via Twitter at Macabre Podcaster. You can drop us an email, podcastermacabre at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on Facebook, fb.me forward slash podcastermacabre. And please do like, share, subscribe, and listen on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. In the meantime, I have been David Chopland. I've been Ryan McCluskey. And I've been Callum Hughes. And this has been Any Requests. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Bye.